Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Thank you for tuning into my new podcast. I need your help. The only way that my podcast will grow is for you to rate, subscribe, and share. You can actually use every device in your home to rate and subscribe. You can use your phone, your laptop, your kids' phones, your kids' laptops, your kids' iPads, your husband's or your partner's devices. Please rate with five stars and subscribe to on as many devices as possible. This will affect how the algorithm shares the show. In exchange for your help and kindness, I have created an exclusive freebie called the six steps for raising money smart kids. To get your copy, simply take a screenshot of your five-star rating and either DM me or email me your screenshot and I will send you the link for your freebie. I am so grateful that you're here. Let's start the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of the Moms Who Money podcast. Today, we're chatting about kids and money. But before we dive in, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Kids and money is a topic that I'm so passionate about because I'm so aware of the fact that I'm shaping my son's money story. And I make sure that he knows that money is a normal part of life. And money isn't taboo in our house. My son is 10 years old, and we talk about money every day. We have weekly money dates when I give him his allowance. I show him my paycheck so he understands how much money I bring in and how much money that the government takes in taxes, how much money I pay for health insurance, and how much money I put in my 401k, and all the things. So he totally understands how that works. And then we also talk about 401ks and IRAs and what those accounts are for. We talk about investing. Um, He has his own investment account, so I've taught him how to invest in his account. And we put money in there every single month. And so um, every Thursday when we talk about his money, I show him. I have a spreadsheet that I made. I'm a spreadsheet junkie. So (laughs) I have a spreadsheet I made for his money as well as mine. So I show him a spreadsheet every week and just to show him how much his money's growing. And then we also talk about budgeting. So we talk about his budget where he saves his money, spends his money, uh, gives money, and then he has goals. So we talk about that every time and I say, look, this is how much you have in savings. This is how much you have to spend. This is how much you have to give to your charity of choice. And this is what you have saved towards your goals. Right now, he has a regular savings goal that's just for savings. He doesn't really have anything he's wanting to save for. So he just has regular savings. And then he also has savings that he puts aside separately where he's saving to buy a car for when he turns probably 18. I don't want him buying one before then, (laughs) but he's 10 years old now. So we started saving when he was eight. So 
it's pretty amazing because the he saves a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit every week, and he already has like over a thousand dollars, and it's just amazing at how much money you can save in such a short amount of time. You know, especially since he gets a little bit, <laughs> and that's just his savings. You know, so it's it's pretty awesome. He doesn't completely understand how all of these things work, but he knows of them. And they're not foreign concepts to him. So like as he gets older, he'll start to understand more and more and more. Also, when we're in the car, we listen to podcasts. And so when he's in the car with me, I'll put on kids kids podcasts. There's a couple that he likes a lot. There's, There's a money one called Million Bazillion, and it's made especially for kids. And they talk about money concepts and the Podcasts are very short, bite-sized episodes, and they're very cute and well done with stories. And then there's also another one that's a growth mindset podcast called the Big Life Kids Podcast. And then they also have a journal that you could buy. I got one for him. I found it on Amazon. Uh, We've been working on the journal for a little while now. We're almost done with it. And the journal kind of goes along with their podcast. So it's pretty cool. They have the same stories in there, but the stories on the podcast are way longer and way more animated. It's pretty cool. We talk about uh, money story all the time too. I talk to him about how he is shaping his money story now and how important that is for as he grows. He knows that he's learning from his environment and all the people around him. So he needs to take it all in and decide for himself what he wants to take and what he wants to leave. His father, he's a spender. He's not working on his money story. He just likes to spend, spend, spend. So anything that my son wants, his father will buy him or his grandparents, his his dad's parents. They'll just be like, oh, you want that? Okay. You know, and they'll get it for him. So it's been a little bit of a struggle to teach him about saving for something because the other side is just buying everything for him. So I've been trying to work with them to you know, explain to them that I'm trying to teach him how to save for things and let him spend his own money instead of everything being handed to him. And his grandparents are very frugal, uh, which is good. So like he'll see that. like He'll see that when he's in their environment. And then my mom, who's the spender gives him gifts like crazy. She's She lives in New York and we're in Georgia. If you can't tell by my accent, I am from New York originally. <laughs> so uh, my mom is constantly mailing him stuff, constantly. Like at least once a week, she'll be sending him something. You know, it's it's just so interesting, but that's what grandparents do, right? I guess, I don't know. But, you know, I've been trying to explain to everyone that I'm just trying to teach him about the value of a dollar. So it's just a little bit of a struggle you know, when not everyone is all doing the same thing and being consistent. Um, But I'm always talking to him about following his budget. So as long as he can do that, we're good. So he knows what he's got in his savings. He knows what he's got in his spending. He knows what he's got in his giving. And, you know, we're working on his goals. So he's good. He's got a good foundation. And recently, actually, I noticed that he told me he was afraid to spend his money which was super interesting because every time that we go grocery shopping, usually right afterwards, we'll go to the Dollar Tree or some other store, Walmart or something, and I will have him take his wallet with him and then he gets to buy something. He always buys something pretty inexpensive. Like he'll spend maybe a dollar or two, maybe five at the most. And he never really spends more than that, which is really interesting because he has so much money in his spending category. So one day... 
we were at Walmart and I challenged him. I said, I want you to spend $20. He looked at me and he was like, what? $20? That's so much money. And I said, I want you to spend $20. So he was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. How about I'll spend $5? So I said, okay, fine, $5. And I said, you can buy anything in the store. It doesn't matter what it is. So he said, okay. And so we were walking around and he went immediately to the toys. And then he was looking for the Legos. And so he goes into the Lego aisle and he's looking around and he's just noticing the prices of the Legos. And he turns to me and says, mommy, why are Legos so expensive? So that was a good supply and demand conversation right there. You know, so we spoke about Legos and the prices and why they can charge so much. So then he's looking around he picks up the boxes and he's like, this one's cool. This one's cool. And they were like the big sets that are like, you know, over 50 bucks for the set. And so then he kept going down the aisle towards the little packages. And so he, then he found one that cost $12 and he ended up buying that one, which was pretty good because he said he didn't want to spend more than five. So less than 20, more than five. He's doing great. So later on that day, we got home we were talking about the school field trip that his class was going to be taking soon. And I had to fill out the permission slip and send in the money to the teacher the next day. And so the, the cost for the field trip was $20. So I looked in my wallet and all I had cash wise was $12. So I said, Oh, let's go. We have, let's go get in the car. We have to go to the ATM. And he said to me, why, what do you, what do you need? And I explained to him about the field trip and how it's 20 and I only had 12. And so he went in his room and took $8 out of his wallet and handed it to me. And he said, here you go, mommy, I'm going to help pay for my field trip. And look at that. Now I spent $20 today and I was so proud of him. Like that was so awesome. And I gave him the biggest hug. <laughs> I told him how proud I was of him and he was so happy. And so we talked about his feelings and how he felt about spending the money. And it was just a whole big, great conversation that just turned into a wonderful teaching moment. Even just doing something like that with your kids is just super fun. So I just love that in our house, money is a normal subject. Like, what'd you do in school today? You know, what'd you do at daddy's this weekend? You know, what do you want to buy from the store with your own money? You know, it's just, you know, a normal thing. So I also take him grocery shopping with me. And I do keep him actively involved in the process. And he really loves math. So I have him in charge of the math. So <laughs> I give him a calculator and we go around and every single item before we put it in the cart. I also have an app that I use for my grocery list. So I'll let him knock off the, the item off the list. And then he goes and he puts the price into the calculator and we add it up so that we make sure we're staying within mommy's budget. And then one of his favorite things to do is to weigh the produce. And so he'll go weigh the produce and then he can actually figure out in his head how much it's gonna cost. And he doesn't even need to use the calculator. It's so incredible. Like I can't do that. <laughs> Maybe with some things, but it, it's amazing how close he comes when we get to the register and how he like really got the price. It's so cool. And he just loves that. He's so proud, you know, and I'm really proud of him too. So I've also taught him about unit price and how unit price works. And for a while, I didn't even know how unit price worked. I had to 
I had to really understand the concept behind it and understand how every store puts unit price differently on their shelves. So like the unit price is just the cost of one unit out of the whole case. And also the unit per, it could be the unit per ounce, the unit per pound and all these different things. So I explained to him how to figure out the unit price and like we price compare and we'll see like, is this one, you know, more expensive than this one? And then we'll also price compare between different brands and like, why is the generic cheaper? Things like that for like the same thing. And then we always go to self-checkout. The reason why we do that is to check for discrepancies on the prices because we also notice that a lot of times the prices on the shelves do not match the price in the register. And we have had many, many self-checkout cashier people <laughs> change the prices for us because we're like, no, the, the, the shelf says this price and it's less than what you have in the register. It's amazing how many discrepancies that are out there. These are concepts that we talk about a lot during our one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. So just so that you know, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. We'll meet every other week for six months and take a deep dive into your finances that will ultimately create a personalized money plan just for you because, you know, personal finance is personal. So everyone's money plan is totally different. And the clients that I have are having amazing results and clarity with their money, their careers, their goals for the short and the long term. I'll show you how to fully fund your emergency funds, get out of debt, save for retirement, and make more money, all while still being able to enjoy your life and have fun. So the link to set up a coaching consultation is listed in the show notes below. So I wanna give you some tips to start talking to your kids about money. So first of all, just start talking about it. Just make it normal. Like open your wallet and show them stuff. Like this is cash. This is credit cards. Like, you know, like just show them. Like just start talking about money. And then be aware of what you're saying because they hear everything. Even when you don't think they're paying attention, they are. So like, it's like when you say negative things about yourself in the mirror and they hear and they internalize all that stuff. It's the same thing with money and pay attention to your actions surrounding money as well because they will internalize that as well. It's amazing what they pick up on. And if you think back too to what, you know, what you learned from your parents and money without them having to say anything, like you just, you know, you internalize that and you take it with you. And then another good tip is books. Read books with them or depending upon how old they are, give them their own book to read. I have some some really good book recommendations to get started. This is an older book, so it talks about like checks and stuff like that, but it's still a good book and it, the concepts are great. And it comes with a bank for the kids to use. It's called The Money Book and Hideaway Bank. And then there's another one that, um, there's this author, his name is Ty Allen Jackson, and he wrote two different books that are really cute. They're good for kids about maybe between like six and 12. The first one is called Danny Dollar, Danny Dollar Millionaire Extraordinaire and the Lemonade Escapade. Say that 10 times fast. And then the other one is Make Your Own Money. And that book is a book about like being an entrepreneur and starting your own business. Then the last one is Escape the Rat Race, Learn How Money Works and Become a Rich Kid. And that one is by Robert Kiyosaki. So I will go ahead and list in the show notes 
all the books and the podcasts so that if you're driving right now, you don't have to be like, oh no, I don't remember what that is. There is a lot more that I can talk about with kids and money, but I'm going to save that for future episodes. There's just so much that you can do with your kids. It's really awesome. If there are any topics that you would like for me to discuss, let me know. My contact info is in the show notes below. And if you learned anything new today, or if this episode resonated with you in any way, please share to your social media and tag me so that I can see what you're loving. And of course, please rate, review, and subscribe below. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.